What's up, King? I'm so uncomfortable. Suck <laughs> me dick for a nickel, Craig. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit in a quiet place, maybe. To reduce. No, no, it's, it's, it's ambience. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I can hear Alexis in the background. That's not even Alexis. That's Selena Gomez cooking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sounded like a whole ass adult woman. Welcome to Weaves, Waifu, and Wonder. Today we will be talking about Dragon Ball, but not only do I have Cyborg with me, I also have two very special guests. Would you like to introduce yourself, gentlemen? Hi, I'm Pickles. And I'm Skylar. There you go. That's the whole gang. We brought in two of our best buds to talk about Dragon Ball because they like Dragon Ball too. Who doesn't like Dragon Ball? Who fucking doesn't? It's great. So, do do we have to do we have to pretend that there's people who haven't seen Dragon Ball and don't know the the concept? Um, I I think I would just say because maybe not everyone has seen OG Dragon Ball. You know, like maybe they just watched Dragon Ball Z. Um, it's Goku in the beginning. It starts out with like Goku just traveling with Bulma trying to get the Dragon Ball so they can make a wish, and then it kind of leads off from there. Or whatever you know, he meets Master Roshi, starts training. Um, but it's not like always like big fight after big fight. You know. Starts out uh, a gag manga, like, uh, or, you know, gag anime, similar to One Punch Man, where Goku could just defeat any enemy, basically with one attack. But yeah, it's it's a very jovial anime, I think, uh, which I really enjoy. And yeah, I don't, yeah, that's, that's probably all we really need to say. Everyone knows who, who fuck Goku is, you know. So you've got Goku, who's a young, uh, recently orphaned boy. Uh, you've got Bulma, who's a rich bitch who's hunting the Dragon Balls. Eventually, you get Oolong, who's a transforming pig. Yamcha, who's a loser. And uh, <laughs> Krillin, who's a short, bald monk, who's kind of Goku's rival at the beginning. And, of course, wait, wait, wait. Masaroshi. How can you say that Yamcha is a loser this early on? You literally, his He's very first... King. He gets exactly he one dub against Goku, and it's because Goku is hungry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but any dub against Goku is a dub in and of itself, right? It doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. It's the uh, circumstances. So, like, considering Goku's future record, sure. Yeah. But Yamcha is a jobber from the very, very beginning. I love Yamcha, though. It's probably the oh. only time Yamcha's ever worth a shit. I mean, I'm definitely not a Yamcha apologist here. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's the only time he's ever been worth a shit in his life. <laughs> well, During the very first martial arts tournament. Oh, I guess we should co uh, talk about which uh, arcs we're covering. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're doing the Emperor Pilaf arc and the World's Martial Arts Tournament arc which together make up the Sun Goku saga. I think the Emperor Pilaf uh, arc was a fucking snooze fest, personally. 
I feel like it was best used to just introduce all of the characters. Even I though in the second arc, we only have Goku and Roshi from it. But hey, you know, that's irrelevant. You introduce all the characters to immediately throw them in the trash can. Introduce the much better character of Krillin. Hell yeah. <laughs> My personal hero, boy. Krillin. Just saying. Krillin is my boy. I love that bald bastard. But yeah, yeah, I, I think the Emperor Pilaf arc was fine to start out with. I, I kind of like the weird, like, old 80s anime um, just style of it all and how it feels. I don't know. I just really like getting high and watching anime from the 80s and early 90s. There's definitely a lot of cases where there's weird character design and the world feels kind of alien it has its own kind of unique look to it there's fucking dinosaurs going around all that jazz it's interesting i just don't think any of the particular plot of the first arc is that engaging at best i got some humor out of the uh the non-stop pervert jokes more than anything else (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the entire humor of the first arc yes you feels know, a lot like i'm sorry said we're going oh no please you're our fucking guest you go bitch oh you sexy bastard <laughs> i'm gonna lick your taint um no i feel like uh toriyama was real horny and he uh he put pen to paper and he gave us gold and then he later realized that oh i can draw him fighting and then we got gold. It's, it's, you know what? I'm realizing now it's very, like, hot hot and sexy like Gurren Lagann is. You know, just in a, in a different way, I guess. But still, it's got a lot of that, uh, you know, when we talk about the... Hot versus cold? Hot versus cold scale later, yeah. It's, it's very hot, I would say. I think hot has to go hand in hand with like over the top, rambunctious, sexy. Yeah. I feel like we got plenty of over the top, rambunctious, sexy. But did okay, we? so I, I have a good transition here, but first I want to talk about uh, the voice actors to kind of get out of the way. Okay. Nathaniel, looks like you've taken some notes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I already had notes. Uh, this is for the Japanese voice actors, since I mostly watched it in uh, Japanese. I think we all did. No, I watched it in English. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I switched watching, between yeah. the two yeah. a couple times, uh, but mostly more on the case of I didn't want to have to read the subtitles than anything else. Just because we were watching so much at once. Um, So you have, uh, for Goku's voice actress, Masako Nozawa, who, Mm -hmm. she does a lot of older stuff. I mean, she's an older woman, so she did did a lot of anime in the 80s or 90s that I really couldn't pick out one to call out here. However, she is uh, Guilemon in uh, Digimon Tamers, so there's that. (laughs) <laughs> and she's also, you know, Goku and every single thing of Dragon Ball ever. I was yeah, actually I was actually just looking at her um and realized, oh shit, she's just Goku. Yeah, pretty much. Like of notable characters that most people would recognize, she's Goku. Um there's Hiromi Tsuru, who is Bulma. 
Um, she is Meryl Strife and Trigun. Oh. So there, Man, I haven't that. seen Trigun in forever. It's a good one. I think they're doing a new Trigun anime soon. Oh, hell yeah. I would like to put on record that most anime mentioned on this podcast, I have never seen. I'm kind of surprised that you haven't seen Trigun. It was a Adult Swim one, and I feel like it's yeah, it's about guns. You know, it's it's about it's up your alley. You know what I mean? It's about three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, three guns! I can almost count to that. Um, Trigun. No, I've um I've heard of it, but I've just never sat down and watched. It. I didn't watch a lot of the Adult Swim anime. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z was one of those. <clears throat> After school tsunami specials when I was in like the third grade, second grade, watching that you know shit go down, I blew my blew my what it was a eight year old mind. They very strongly impacted me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I only have the seven star tattooed on my arm. No, exactly. Definitely not a life altering thing at all. Used to draw a lot of Dragon Ball Z characters in school. I I used to try. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if I still can. I used to do uh I used to do it pretty well way back in the heyday. Well, Akira Toriyama has these really like easy designs. I think it's the eyes. It's definitely the eyes. The shape of the face is a lot more angular, even compared to like other anime that have like a similar look exactly uh, the hardest oh yeah. part is the hair uh, I was talking about voice actors Krillin uh, oh, yes, is uh, Mayumi Tanaka who is also um, Monkey D. Luffy in One Piece and Char Aznable but only in Gundam Origin oh okay I was actually kind of shocked to realize that Krillin's uh, voice actress is the same person who does Luffy yeah that's kind of surprising and then there's uh, Yabsha, who's Toru Furuya, I think that's how you say that. And he is Amuro Ray in everything Gundam that has Amuro. Now that is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't really care to look up any more of the, the voice actors. I feel like. Uh, no, that's fair. Amuro Ray is all we really need. Yeah. All right. Well, just briefly, I'll talk about some of the ones that I really. Uh, that I guess stood out to me in the English version. Booyah, this is Future Cyborg. Um, I have to go back and re-record this because at the time of the original recording, I had the wrong cast pulled up for the English voice cast. Um, and so about halfway through, I realized <laughs> and I corrected myself. Uh, so yeah, so I'm just going to go back and talk about Goku, Krillin, and Bulma's voice actors slash actresses. Um, actually, the three of those might all be actresses. Okay, the voice for Kid Goku is Stephanie Nadolny. I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, she does Kid Goku in this, as well as Dragon Ball GT, and a lot of the video games for Dragon Ball. She also voices Gohan in Dragon Ball Z, as well as Baby Trunks, and many other characters in Dragon Ball Z. Uh, some just minor characters. Um, but yeah, Kid Goku, Gohan, 
and Baby Trunks are her big roles in Dragon Ball. Uh, then she also does a voice for an American cartoon. I, I think this is the main character of OKKO OK Let's Be Friends, or Let's Be Heroes, sorry. Um, I've never seen that cartoon, so I don't know if anyone's interested in that. She also does that. I think she does a phenomenal job as Goku, um, as well as Gohan later in Dragon Ball Z. Um, yeah. Next we have the voice of Krillin is Lori Steele. She also voices fortune teller Baba. Uh, specifically in Dragon Ball Z, and she's also the voice of Lady Alvida or Alvida in One Piece. And I think she does a great job um, with the kind of nasaliness and the snarkiness that I guess um, young Krillin has. And then for the voice of Bulma, we have Tiffany Vollmer, and she does Bulma in pretty much everything Dragon Ball. Um, does a very good job with drawing out her vowels in her words and I feel like it tells you a lot about Bulma's character because she's a little spoiled and kind of whiny but she still cares a lot um, yeah I think that just really comes through and then yeah Yamcha's the goat Christopher Sabat who just yeah I, I, I think these voice actors do like a really they do a lot of justice for these characters, I feel like. Um, and yeah, Christopher Sabat made me really like Yamcha. It, it, you know, because he, he comes across like... And this is like part of his character. It's not just the voice acting. But mm -hmm. Yamcha being nervous towards women makes him seem like less arrogant and more likable. He's, he's confident in his fighting capabilities, but he doesn't think like he's just amazing in every way. Like he realizes he realizes people are better than him. Not yet. Well, yeah, that's now, a good point. <clears throat> now, later on, he thinks he's because, got a gift to women. I mean, he does, but Yamcha <laughs> really is cool and handsome. Yeah. And he could be much cockier than he is, so that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. He could be a lot more arrogant. I feel like. But yeah, I guess I guess that's really all I want to talk about as far as voices. Uh, actors go so christopher sabbat is also in dragon ball uh the turtle uh and shinron that we've seen so far uh mm -hmm. and a lot of other people we have not seen i.e king piccolo piccolo jr Kami, <laughs> gore and mr popo <laughs> of course grandfather gohan some pretty prominent fucking characters the, the whole crew <laughs> Well, you know, in Dragon Ball, he only voices, you know, two of the main characters all at one go. So, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, my sorry. Wait, real quick, I gotta mention, the Ox King is voiced by your boy, Kyle Hebert. Oh. Ah. Oh. It's about so to ask where Kyle Hebert comes yeah, in. Yeah, who's also Grandpa Sullivan in Arumakun, who, and he's um, Kamina in Gurren Lagann. He is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is handsome. He's so great. He is. What else? Louisiana Pride. Oh, and also he's the like announcer voice at, at the end of Dragon Ball Z episodes. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. That's him. 
So yeah, it's great shit. Alright. Nathaniel, you got any points you want to talk about? Um I I liked the the part in the tournament where uh, specifically the Namu fight where it goes from being a just a gag anime into being the martial arts anime that we kind of recognize Dragon Ball as nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything before that, like the fight with the the stinky guy and the fight with the the big pterodactyl, they're not really the same kind of fight that you expect from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Even the Master Roshi and Krillin fight wasn't really a hundred percent what you'd expect out of a Dragon Ball Z fight. Yeah, that's true. It, uh, I mean, you got the the quick, you know, the movement you can't see where they're just teleports behind you nothing personal kid but <laughs> then they spend another five minutes explaining what they were doing in slow motion i fucking love that, that <laughs> and it was hysterical. phenomenal it was great might have been one of the best jokes in the series so far <laughs> <laughs> i love the one master roshi or jackie chun made uh, about i thought this was a gag anime <laughs> after he got his ass whooped by Goku. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, now that we're done talking about voice actors, I wanted to transition from our earlier talks about, like, the rambunctious sexuality of Dragon Ball. So, you know what isn't sexual? Them showing Goku's penis, all right? It's not. It's not sexualized. It's just showing nudity. I have to agree. It's just showing nudity, and it has a purpose. He's just a strange boy with a tail who grew up in the mountains. He only knew, like, one other person for most of his life until now. Like, he's going to do socially awkward things, you know? So, yeah, it's fine. Just It's like, and, and you know, it's just like a little representation. Like, if you if you go into any text box right now <laughs> and type in a capital C and then a lowercase c, that's pretty much what you're seeing when you see Goku's penis, all right? <laughs> heard this so much over the past two weeks they just took the they just took the letter Let's... c from the alphabet and turned it sideways huh bud exactly that's what cyborg I, mean. I have to ask who is attacking anyone over this <laughs> well, that we have to defend it it has to be defended because it's a great thing okay? no one's they're, attacking gonna come, they're gonna come for for them showing little boy peepees, but it's hard. Would you like me to begin attacking this, Skylar, to make this more viable? But the little boy peepees have been exposed for like forty years now. I know, <laughs> but, and, but the it's like defending against a, like a Western audience, right? Like this is very clearly just like Japan doesn't care that much about nudity, right? That's true. So yeah, just for like people who are weirded out, I guess. Dragon Ball yeah. Dragon Ball also takes place in this weird semi-futuristic, semi-feudal sort of area where people like Goku and Krillin don't wear underwear. They grew up in the sticks. But you got people like Bulma who grew up with flying cars and motorcycles that come out of pills. So why would Goku wear yeah. underwear? It'd make him less aerodynamic. I love that idea. It's for real. As, as like a the concept of the pills that you know used to spawn vehicles or just like throw a house down. I know. 
Oh yeah, the idea of a capsule is absolutely amazing. I love it. I would love it if everything in my life could be solved with a pill. Mm. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> That's a joke for the boys at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is there's a lot of economic disparity between the peoples in the Dragon Ball world. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like they care. You know, Except like it is Namu's family who's, you know, dying. Of, true, uh, true. Thinking <laughs> I can go with I don't look. All I'm saying is I don't know how you think 500,000 Zinni is going to stop your place from being under a drought. I don't know. Like, I'm going to go kick someone's ass to make everybody not thirsty again. Just move. <laughs> <laughs> You know, something I like about Krillin's character is that since uh, since he was bullied most of his life, it kind of turned him into a bully. You know, kind of like trying to step on other people, put other people down. Until he starts bonding with Goku, who like genuinely cares for Krillin as a friend. And like a, you know, a training partner. And... Yeah, they so they really bond a lot, and you can really see that towards the end of the tournament arc. And, oh man, when Goku was telling Krillin that they shouldn't use all of their strength in the elimination fights, because they could, like, seriously hurt someone. And then as soon as he saw those guys that bully and belittle Krillin, Goku turns around and is like, just fucking go ham, bro. Show them how strong you've gotten. Krill them, Krillin. Fucking smoke them. Ice them. <laughs> Can I ban you from your own podcast for that joke, Nathaniel? <laughs> I wish. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's just so much Dragon Ball ahead of me. I'm looking at it and get a vertigo. Don't think about it, baby. We just take it one saga at a time. You know we're gonna have like twenty episodes when we're done with it. Not even counting the movies. You just space them out. Oy vey. I'd be doing Dragon Ball for the rest of my life. I mean, if we, uh... <laughs> yeah, if we space them out with something in between, now that we're doing two weeks, like, we only record every two weeks, then you're only recording Dragon Ball every month. And so you can... I feel like we could get through a saga in a month. Yes. Especially if we, uh... Balance it out with something that's not quite as long. Yeah. Once while throw in a twelve episode anime here and there. Yeah. So I want a breather boys. after Dragon Ball. <laughs> Before we start Z. Fine. I don't want to see any monkeys. I don't want to see any key blasts. I don't want to see any people named after vegetables or underwear. I'm going to send you a picture Man. of my new OC. What's wrong with this dude? <laughs> Doesn't want to see more Dragon Ball. His name is DJ Mustard, and he shoots out yellow key blasts. And he's also a chimpanzee. Okay. He's like an animal-type earthling, and he's just Exactly. And his name is... Mustard. <laughs> I do kind of find it weird that everyone thinks that Goku 
is weird for having a tail when there's so many animal people in Dragon Ball. And I get that he's human, right? So that's the the weird part, right? There doesn't seem to be a lot of crossbreeding between Dragon Ball Z animal people and human people. So I could see the the oh I the guy who serves me coffee every morning, he's a dog and he has a tail, but you know, the guy next to him is a human and he doesn't have one, so that's weird. What was Toriyama's original plan with yeah. Goku? That like, did he always have the Saiyan idea? Because I don't think. You know, I was thinking about that while we were watching it. Like, how far ahead did he think? Because the whole purpose of the giant monkeys. You know? And Skyler, you're the you're a resident expert here. Correct me if I'm wrong. The point of the giant monkeys was for the Saiyans to send children, essentially, in a pod. And then people would find the children, they'd look at the full moon, and then this baby would then turn into this giant ape that is nigh indestructible by most people's standards and just decimate their planet. And so that way the Saiyans could swoop in and sell the planet because I'm pretty sure that was the business they were in because that's the business Frieza was in and the Saiyans worked for Frieza. So yeah. was this just some weird shit he came up with? And then he was like, huh, an idea, light bulb. And he just ran with it because he set himself up really well for it as a uh, sort of a staging for them to clear out a planet for planet slavery. <laughs> That's what it was, essentially. <laughs> planet slavery. But yeah, so that's a good point. Like, do it, did he think that far ahead? You know what? I'm going to call Toriyama right now. Hello, Mr. Toriyama? Talk a whole lot about Goku's, like, origins, other than yeah, he lived with Gohan. Okay, according and to Toriyama, him. until the other Saiyan showed up, he had not given any thought to Goku being an alien. So I feel like it's just the Sun okay. Wukong reference is why he's a monkey. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. He, he ran with it. Absolutely. He came up with an idea and he had a – he kind of set him up with a blank slate if you think about it. like. But like he already had the jungle, giant monkey concept. So really all he did was change Goku's backstory to be Superman's backstory basically. Yeah. And I'm, but again, he also is, <laughs> wow, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. He really set that out to be Superman. Yeah, right. But to be fair, in Dragon Ball, it, you don't know who Goku's parents are. You just know that Gohan was his grandfather. And that there's not like a, where's your mom and dad? And then it's like, oh, they died because the Red Ribbon Army came through and burned their house down. And my grandpa took care of me, so he says. There's no, like, you know, there wasn't anything. It was just a kid that lived with Grandpa Gohan. What happened to Grandpa Gohan? Uh-huh. Big monkey yeah. stepped on him. <laughs> he got smushed by a monster. Smushed by a monster. I was <clears throat> and then I woke up naked and didn't wonder why anything was wrong. But we all know our sweet baby boy Goku. Probably. There are two brain cells rattling around in his head. And that's it. You know, I'm glad you guys brought up the giant ape thing because I wanted to mention that both of the arcs that we've watched so far, Emperor Pilaf and World's Martial Arts Tournament, um, have ended with Goku transforming into mm-hmm. giant ape mode. And 
both times he was like gonna lose huh. or he was gonna die <laughs> and so it to me like it's kind of cool to see the i guess the rhythm of the arc and it also makes yeah the t- all the times where goku just sweeps his fucking opponents with ease feel kind of justified yeah that's true because he actually like was on the cusp of losing until he turned into a giant monster and kill everybody. Yeah, it's Toriyama's MacGuffin. There is no explanation. MacGuffin is a uh, something used in uh, media, uh, film and literature, blah blah blah, to um, further push the story. It has no explanation. It it doesn't really make any sense that it's there but it's there and no one really questions it it's like the elder scrolls in elder the elder scrolls series they're just there to push along the story they serve no real purpose there isn't a lot to know about them in the canon lore because they're just there to push a story so the great ape could be looked at like that like why is he a great ape make story go burr Let's yeah, be right myself I, I out guess... of a corner every time Goku loses. <laughs> exactly. It's a MacGuffin for the hero to always win. Well, and so I would just add on to that that like since Goku's naturally much stronger than humans there's a cost. Mm. And his greatest strength being like giant ape planet destroyer mode is uncontrollable. So, like, he wants to be someone who's, like, earnest and honest. And Giant Ape directly conflicts with that. Yeah. Every hero has to have a flaw in some way, shape, or form. And if Goku didn't have the Giant Ape, then where's Goku's flaw? Is it that he's stupid? stupid (laughs) I was about to say. He's... His stupidity, if anything, carries him further than his martial prowess. (laughs) He's so ignorant to everything going on, it can't affect him. (laughs) I really think that Goku, like, elevated Krillin's potential. Oh, for sure. Because Krillin was already really strong by human standards. Yeah. But then when Goku could do everything he could do, but, like, ten times better... He had and they were trained together. Yeah, exactly. He had no choice but to rise to the occasion. Yeah. It was great. Oh, man. I love... I, I, I loved the World's Martial Arts Tournament. It was fantastic. I absolutely loved fucking Krillin and Goku becoming friends. Hell, yeah. And when they thought that Goku had died... Damn, bro. I'd be yeah. tearing up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I also really liked the uh, Yamcha trying to figure out who Jackie Chun was. <laughs> Ace Detective Yamcha. Sherlock Yamcha. My favorite parts were when he would like get the most just half-brained bullshit reasoning as to why I'm not Master Roshi. And then he'd be like, hmm, now I'm questioning it. Like, <laughs> you can't see through this Yamcha <laughs> beautiful bastard I really think he just had confirmation bias because uh, he had to 
prove that it was someone so strong he couldn't have won. And he just happened to be right. That is very yeah, true. That's true. Yamcha was sipping on that copium real hard. Because I think I think Master Roshi had all of this planned out. He had a fucking family tree prepared for this elaborate <laughs> lie. <laughs> the family tree sent me to the moon. <laughs> I, I could not believe it. That was the most... I love it when he got a... Who is it? Nail? Was that his name? Who's Nail? No, who's the, the Indian gentleman? Namu. 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 I, where's, who's Nail? Uh, he's one of the Namekians. That's right. I, that's right. Him and Piccolo fuse. Now I remember. Um, spoilers. Namu. Spoilers. <laughs> well, and um, spoilers. 30 to 5 years for away. Sorry. Question mark. <laughs> But him getting Namu out there was the funniest thing. <laughs> like, see, there's Master Roshi right there. And then you just see the Master Roshi with that big red dot in the middle of his fucking forehead. <laughs> Skin at least three shades darker. <laughs> oh, it was great. I fucking loved it. It was so funny. And then Master Roshi being like, bro, there's literally a well with water here. You can literally bring as much of it back. It's free. And he was like, I didn't have to get my ass kicked by some kid. <laughs> the ass kicking by that kid, though, was probably the first real Dragon Ball Z fight. I feel like that was Toriyama's, oh, shit, I can draw this? I can do this? And people like it? And it's all downhill from there. Amen to that. Amen uh... to that. I'm saying. I just can't wait till we get to my waifu. Uh, we've got a ways to go. <laughs> I know. It's going to be a long I... time. Yeah. Speaking oh, of yeah. waifus, we did. we did get a little sneak we peek did. at Chi Chi. I'm not going to lie. They do be sexualizing Chi Chi. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that bikini armor on. She has I mean, bikini armor. I'm right? saying. That's True. how you know she's strong. It protects the whole body. We promise. When does Goku start using weighted clothing? During the training on... Oh, wait, clothing. Because he um... uses the weighted shells for this training arc, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's later on, because I know for sure, like, when he's older, yeah. like, the last martial arts tournament he uses, he So, has probably when he's roughly more of a teenager and, like, uh, physically larger, you know, not like... Goku doesn't get buff until the Frieza saga. Buff, buff. Like, how we know Dragon Ball Z characters looking buff. Toned up and ripped, but... Yeah. I think, yeah, the 23rd, maybe? Hmm. When he fights Tien, I want to say maybe is when he's using the weighted clothing because I'm pretty sure he takes off the the shirt, the boot. No, the boots are red. It's the shirt and the. Oh, is that the, the um, scene where he takes it off and it fucking like leaves craters in the ground? Yes, sir. Oh, I love yes, that sir. scene. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. when he fights Tien that he does that. So I think that's the 23rd martial arts tournament. That sounds right. Um, he may do something yeah, similar when he around. fights Piccolo. That's new territory for me, the Piccolo arc. I don't know that I ever watched that one when I was a kid. Like, the first two arcs here, yeah, but like, 
anything past this, I'm kind of foggy on. I don't, like, I don't remember a lot of the Red Ribbon Army and the, the fight with Tien and Piccolo, so. Oh, man. I can't wait for the Red Ribbon Army. It's going to be great. Is anyone willing to make an argument for Bulma being a waifu? Or do we all agree she's a bimbo, right? And not the good guy. She's a bimbo. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, she's definitely a bimbo. Like, she doesn't even really have any good qualities that I can think of this early on, you know what I'm saying? That bunny suit was probably her best quality for, what, three episodes? And then I do like that, that they change her. up her outfit in those uh, adventure episodes at the beginning. I did, I did like that, but if you'd have been like, she's in the bunny suit for the next 47 episodes. Oh no, <clears throat> how tragic. Sure hope that's not true. I like her, uh, her like Aladdin outfit too. Oh, that yeah. was a really good outfit. It actually was. Uh, lunch had- is a waifu. After yeah, she Rose, is. Or I love a dumb bitch yeah. that can kick my butt. Lord knows I do. I was say, we know you do, girl. Lord knows I do. I think uh, Ranfang comes back for the Red Ribbon Army arc. We don't see Pilaf again for a long time, do we? <clears throat> Does he show up in yeah, I'm not really sure when Pilaf starts showing back up. <sighs> He shows up in Super. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and Skylar, cover your ears, but he shows up <laughs> right. again in GT. <laughs> because they're the ones that wish I've for Goku that. to become a kid again. Because, spoilers, if uh, they assume that if Goku became a kid again, that he would be as strong as he was when he was a kid and not as strong as he was as an adult. And that after their training, they could kick his butt. That turns out to be very false. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a great plot. Can't wait for uh, GT. Come around in the bathroom real quick. Mm. Booyah. Booyah. Mm. Get great villains like Baby. Mm. I, Baby uh, Jita. Unfortunately, I unironically do like Baby Vegeta. <laughs> And the only reason I do is because in, I believe it was Budokai Tenkaichi 2, they had the GT characters, and I played Baby Vegeta, and I loved Baby Vegeta. Because once I got, because his final form was just him turning into a great ape, and you literally could beat anybody as the great ape, they couldn't beat you. You just mouth blast them. (laughs) <laughs> and you had so much fucking y'all know I love y'all know I love mouth blasts. Oh, I know you do. Nappa does it. Oh my god, I fucking love it. Cell Max does it in the superhero movie. It's great. It, it's so edgy. Yes, it it's so edgy. I need to watch that. I've only heard good things. That's fantastic. I was so upset y'all went. I I was so upset when y'all went that Friday, but I wasn't sure. What I was gonna with what was gonna be happening that Saturday, what with Dad and all, because I would have asked if y'all would want to go see it Saturday, because I had that wedding Friday. But I was like, no, I didn't know what was going on with Dad being in the hospital, so I just had to skip out on it with y'all, unfortunately. Oh well, I mean, you'll watch it eventually. Amen. Mm. Get that good superhero with Gohan and Piccolo. Mm. 
Mm, mm, finally. I don't have to look at those two himbos, Goku and Vegeta. Mm. But staring mm, at those. Don't you, though? I, but I've been staring at them for 30 years, bud. I've <laughs> <laughs> been staring at those himbos for a long time. Okay, you still get some. Oh, uh, of course. I know they're in there. I gotta be. Even though the, the highlight of those scenes is uh, Lord Beerus. Oh, of course. <laughs> Lord Beerus is good stuff. Him? I met the voice actor for Beerus. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have his autograph somewhere. But he also voices Krieg from Borderlands 2, and he voices Ares in Smite. Jason Douglas, is that right? That's Yes, sir. What else is yes, he? Yes, sir. He's in The Walking Dead and Preacher, apparently. He is the devil in Preacher. Oh! He is Satan. Wow. That's who that is. I okay. did not know that. He is under a lot of makeup for that. Hell yeah. A lot of makeup. <laughs> that's like, that's like fucking... Yeah. yeah. Who's Pennywise? Who's Pennywise? OG Pennywise. OG Pennywise? Yeah, who's the actor? Come on. You know it. Um, is that the... I know it too. I just can't think of his name. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Thank, Thank you, you so Jesus. much. I couldn't think of it. Uh, yeah, no, he probably went under more make about as much makeup as Tim Curry did in Legend. Because Tim Curry played the devil in Legend. Oh, that's right. I forgot and about that. I don't that. know if you've seen that one. Whew, that's a lot of makeup. I haven't, but I would be willing to go through and watch all the... Uh, the t- Tim Curry filmography. I've never seen Legend, and I want to. Because yeah, I watched literally anything with Tim Curry in it. Like the caveat to that, though, is we have to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So you know, how's that caveat? That's a big bonus. I've never I seen it. it. I've never seen it, and I have an opinion about it. And it's only it's solely based on the fact that the people that I've known in my life who have really, really loved it. Or people that I don't really, really love. <laughs> we got to see it live <laughs> in uh, Orlando, and uh, Cyborg oh, wow. got called up there for the uh, the Virgin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet that was a treat. It was great. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> Are you guys talking about the um, Rockies Horror Picture Show? Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah, I'm still traumatized. I was about to say that. <laughs> Nathaniel. Huh. I mean, I think I really worked it up there. I really clutched up. Yeah, you did. But still, that, that first wave of embarrassment was harsh. Oh, it always really is when you get on stage up. like that. But no, Nathaniel, for, uh, for when we get to the Android saga, if you'd like me to pose with a picture of all of my Android 18 statues for your cover, <laughs> I will. Because I have three. <laughs> I bought them all at one con. Uh, you posing, and then I'll get the Coomer uh, Wojak and paste that over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be fucking gold. If I didn't love my hair so much, I would shave the middle and make it that bald in the middle with the really long thing. <laughs> I wouldn't wash it for like two days. So it'd get real nasty. Mm. Yummy. I couldn't. I genuinely couldn't do that even for a joke. <clears throat> no, you shouldn't shave your head. No, God, no. Absolutely. Never, never. 
Whatever. She's just getting my hair's just getting back to right at my shoulders now, so we're getting there. It's definitely the, uh, getting colder outside, thank God. Yeah, the one ponytail length. Oh man. It's a bit more difficult with curly hair. Oh yeah. Fortunately I don't have curly hair like you. You got some curly hair. Yeah. Yeah, imagine having hair. Uh-huh. Shut up, Krillin. <laughs> Can't relate. I still love that you dressed up as adult Krillin for Halloween. That was great. That was fantastic. Just put the three dots on your head and called it a night. Or it was six dots, sorry. Yeah. Nice and easy. I had to shave my face. So, if y'all are going to do the Dragon Ball episodes with us, and we basically end up doing one a month, I guess that works out. Um, is there any other animes in particular that you guys feel like you would like to uh, be a part of? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I was just about to say that. Okay, Hell so yeah, I'll just I'll let like, I'll let you guys know every time we do some fucking shonen trash. Don't you dare! <laughs> Look, it's the king of the shonen trash, but it's still shonen. I know, but I love it so much. It's like, you know, getting first place in the Special Olympics. Hey, that sounds pretty cool to me. I've still got that gold medal and you don't, Nathaniel, so you just be jealous over there, okay? (laughs) I'm trying to think of something else. Um, I've got one for Skylar. Sekiro. Sekiro, yeah! He'd love that. He read the manga and everything. <laughs> I did. I've got it I on mean, the I short list for a manga. I, I, uh, Overlord. I, uh, I, uh, I think I need to get caught up on it, but I know I watched... How many seasons of Overlord are there? I think there's four now. Oh my god, then I've definitely watched at least one or two seasons of it. But Overlord. I really enjoyed Overlord. I thought that was really cool. I've been reading the uh, some of the light novels for Overlord. So, There's if that. you guys ta- if you guys tackle Berserk at all, I'm uh, I'm sufficiently qualified. So on, on the topic of Berserk, is that something that we should break up? Is that something we should wait until the manga is officially finished? Should we do like up until Mira dies and then do another episode for? Uh, stuff that comes afterwards yes i think second one i was gonna say i think we should do it by arcs and probably just throw in black swordsman with golden age yeah on the same episode but then uh you know fucking conviction conviction is fairly long Millennium Falcon <laughs> is pretty long. Mm. You can't and forget the remix to Ignition. Fantasia is it was hot and fresh out the kitchen. Soon. That's right. I think I think either like would you not consider this chapters? last chapter to be the wrap up of Fantasia? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the end of Fantasia. So yeah, so I, I think it'd be good to split up the episodes by arcs for Berserk. That way we can really go in depth to what each arc does well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's for the best, honestly. Yeah. Which, we tried by to the talk way, about 365 chapters of Berserk in about two hours. <laughs> Lol. 
No, no, the Berserk episode will just start at like Sunday morning and just and go. End it Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Take a lunch break at, you know, two. Take a lunch break yeah, at two. <laughs> Stay up all night. I'll get some stuff for everybody to snort so we can just oh, keep on yeah. trucking. <laughs> Oh, there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll take a couple of days off at of work. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to think of my favorite arc in Berserk, but damn. Conviction? I I really like Conviction a lot. I like the, Conviction you know, is my favorite. Yeah, I think what puts Conviction ahead of Millennium Falcon is I don't care as much about like the Griffith stuff. Like I, I appreciate the information. But I'm not like I don't I you know I'm not rooting for Griffith, so giving me his like perspective of him winning is just like uh, whatever you know what I mean. I'd much rather be watching Guts do his thing. So it's like in Millennium Falcon when you have the Guts party chapters, those are great. The dude when they're defending the village against the troll attack. And Cheerk's fighting with them for the first time. Yeah. That shit was awesome. That's always the chapters I go back to when I complain about the uh, the new art. <laughs> now let me but, ask the worst question ever. Okay. Everyone hates this question because it's awful. Yeah. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> Between Goku and Guts? Between Monkey Goku and Guts. I feel like if it's Monkey Goku, Guts has like a advantage. Yeah, definitely. Like Guts is specialized against fighting uh, big ass demons and shit. True. Now, what about Kid Goku? Um, I think still Guts. No tail. Because the tail's a weakness. Unless, of course, it does helicopter shit. <laughs> in which case it may not be a weakness anymore i'm surprised that it just didn't start playing like the sonic and tails uh theme when he started doing the helicopter tail it definitely could have i love how the nimbus cloud sounds like a, a like an idling engine <laughs> <laughs> oh I yeah love it. it's fucking amazing <laughs> Nimbus Cloud was such a weird, weird thing. Because, like, I'm so used to Dragon Ball Z where these motherfuckers can just fly. You just fly. What do you need the Nimbus Cloud for? And then how many people are actually pure of heart to be riding on that thing? Because later on, I'm pretty sure everyone just hitches a ride on the Nimbus. Well, I, I guess so. if I feel you're like hanging it's mostly just. Yeah, I feel like it's mostly just Goku's family. Oh, that's true, huh? Doesn't launch ride on the the cloud? Yeah, but nice launch. Yeah, but good launch is pure of heart. Mm -hmm. And then launch sneezes. So launches. Yeah, the devil incarnate. Your favorite. So I I mean, the flying Nimbus is just straight up from the journey to the west, right? Absolutely. Right. Almost everything about Goku is just Sun Wukong. Yeah, the the power pole and the flying Nimbus. It's just because he's Sun Wukong. When they start dropping those elements, then, you know, he learns how to fly normally. I love the pole. I do. I wish he used it more. 
it's I've always liked that aspect of someone. Yeah, the, I do like the power. The, pole. the power pole is just great. And, well, you get hella power pole and uh, oh, Dragon Red, Ball. Yeah, especially a Red Ribbon Army. Like oh, his yeah. fights with General Tao, he uses a lot of power pole. Yeah, no, I love the power pole. Um, I think Gohan gets that in Z, doesn't he? Uh, he has it in the beginning. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. when he's like four. Yeah. Or some shit like that. Before Goku, or before, sorry, Piccolo drags him out into the wilderness at six years old and verbally abuses him for a year. Like a good father should. Amen. I agree. I mean, honestly. When I was seven years old, my dad threw me in the woods with nothing but a Bowie knife and my underwear and said, have at it, kid. And that's why I lived in a ditch until I was 26. Ah. It was good stuff. Is that when uh, Bailey took you in? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's when she took me out of that. She took me out of that ditch, cleaned me up, and made me into the nice, honest man I am today. Wow, amazing! I know. I like all of the the weapon users. She's done good Dragon work. Because like I like Trunks with his sword. Future Trunks. Hell the yeah. Trunks and his sword is just so a plus plus. It's unbelievable. It's great. It's wonderful. Every time I see Trunks, I just want more sword. You know, that's why I like in Super when he goes that, you know, like Super Saiyan Trunks blue thing. And he uses his sword. Mm, mm. Delicious. I just feel like putting a weapon in the hands of a person. Trained to use the weapon, but they're also trained to use their actual body. Probably to cause more destruction than most bombs are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Put a weapon in their hand that they know how to use. I don't know. That just feels twice as dangerous as the weapon in the hands of somebody that doesn't know how to use it. Give Goku a gun. Guy. Give Goku a gun. I don't know if Goku would do very well with a gun. I feel like a, a gun is a huge downgrade on Goku. <laughs> he can just <laughs> no, call me Have, you ever, been, <laughs> have you ever been pistol whipped before? <laughs> I didn't say it was a loaded gun. <laughs> Give We're Goku just gonna a give claw. Goku a Glock. He just beats people with it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Beat him. Also, can we talk about the absolute resilience of Krillin and Master Roshi to get shot by launch? <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Like Goku. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious when you could see the bullets just bouncing off of them. <laughs> I'm like, but wait. <laughs> they were laying down with just the black holes in like their head, and I'm like, you guys are dead. <laughs> like this is this is all a dream. Yeah. Do you exactly. think they like switched out Launch's ammunition with rubber bullets while she was nice launch? That was still hurt. I yeah. mean, yeah, but you know. I mean, but he wouldn't kill, right? Like, I get the point. <laughs> what if, hear me out, trash theory, get ready, buckle up. Bulma killed Goku in episode one. The rest of it's just been a dream in Goku. Or the rest uh, of it's just been Goku in heaven. Uh, okay. Living out his best life. <laughs> Except Goku goes to heaven at some point. He does. <laughs> it's double heaven. Don't question it. <laughs> it's in the lore. <laughs> Double heaven. It's double heaven. I, um, I, I'm mostly curious how you think Bulma was capable of ever harming Goku. I'm just saying she shot him in the head. She know. just shot him in the head. You know, he yeah, thought he was invulnerable to bullets. <laughs> he thought, yeah. 
<laughs> He's like an orc from Warhammer. Uh, if he thinks it, it's true. Um, so he thought he was immune to bullets, and so therefore he is. He just doesn't know what a bullet is, so he can't hurt him. Thank you. I didn't know I couldn't do that. It's like that picture. It's like that picture from, uh, was it Arthur? And it's DW walking up to the door and says, I don't know what that says because I can't read, so it doesn't apply to me. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't apply to me because I can't read. That's how I get away with most of my crimes that I commit. I feel like I'm going to play some Kakarot, and for the next episode, I'll also talk about some opinions on Kakarot, since oh, Sorry, and Skylar have played good. it. It's great. I love it. That can make me... I got... Uh, you've got all this Destiny to play. i got Destiny to play. Works Must Die is really fun. Would you guys believe me if I said I was playing Kakarot right now? I would absolutely believe you. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd believe you. I'm going to kiss you what? on the lips. Is it actually... Oh, it's on your PlayStation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you're getting into the spirit of the, the moment. I'm staring at a statue of Android 18. Oh, yeah, you're getting in the spirit of some moment, but not this one. <laughs> well, it's the nice one, you know, with the real tight jeans where she's bent over. Oh, Lord. Oh, another one. A++. Don't oh lord me. I mean, no, Android 18 was definitely my favorite... Uh character to look up porn of as a kid so like you're right right yeah of a, as a kid as a kid <laughs> my opens folder as a 30 year old man <laughs> <laughs> opens phone background picture android 18 now i get down on you know like piccolo right that's growth probably got more piccolo, pictures I'm sorry, of, uh, piccolo banging vegeta than anything else <laughs> that's that's hot yeah i've got that gif burned into my brain Gif, Jif, whatever. I got that peanut butter. I don't fucking know. You know, officially, the, no, I say Jif. The, the maker of uh, that image format says it's Jif, but they're wrong. Did he really? Yes. I mean, he's just absolutely wrong. Yeah. It's, it's Gif. It's not. Like, that's okay to be wrong. I mean, you he literally created it. How can he be wrong? I mean, I'm sure there's. I'm sure I can think of an example of something where the creator is just wrong about their work. Akira Toriyama literally just forgets important aspects and characters of his work all the time. It doesn't make him wrong. (laughs) It makes him progressive in his storytelling. Uh, Yeah, thank you, idiot. Dumbass. Get out of here. This is my podcast now. Okay. Wait, Nathaniel, don't leave. I love you. No, I'm already gone. God damn it. Wait. Never going to watch another episode of Dragon Ball again. You lied. <laughs> All right, well, this is your new host, Pickles. Hi, welcome to the Weebs, Waifus, and Wonder podcast. I, uh, I'm i your host, no, not- Pickles, and this is my co-host, Cyborg. No, no, no. It's Weebs, Weapons, <laughs> and Wonder now. Weebs, Weapons, and Wonder. Thank you, Ghost of Nathaniel. I can still hear him. Oh, I miss him so much. It's like he's oh, should we? Should we? Uh, next Dragon Ball episode, or maybe one in the future, touch upon a little bit of the Team Four Star Dragon Ball Rid- abridged stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. The abridged stuff. Have you not seen Dragon Ball abridged? I know plenty about it, but I've never watched it. 
Okay. Yeah, I haven't either. Wow, Skylar. Nope, never bothered. Okay, well that's a special treat. We can like, uh, we can see what they've done and kind of line it up with the the right arcs. Oh, okay. I had one more topic to kind of wrap it up. Uh, that's just a little silly one. Okay, sure. Should you collect all of the Dragon Balls, what would you wish for? Oh. I'd wish for a steady supply of income. Ah. So you see, I was, mm. I was thinking, you know, give me the access to the uh, the Capsule Corp tech. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, that's like... That's money and that's convenience, right? Right. I'm gonna be walking around with a, a car and a, a house, you know, in my back pocket. What if we wish to be Saiyans? Hell yeah. Hang on a minute. I was trying trying to think of an answer that isn't money. Cause that's boring. Insane. That's boring. And derivative. And we can't all have the same answer. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> Android 18 to exist. Oh, Nathaniel, don't say that. <laughs> Bailey would understand, right? Yeah, yeah, she would. <laughs> she would. And if she didn't, I'd make her understand. I'd wish for a Franky Spaz 12. Mm. A Franky Spaz 12. That's right. It's the original creators of the Spaz 12. Oh, okay. It's an Italian company. They don't make them anymore. You can get knockoffs versions that are apparently pretty good, but I want the original. I feel you. I love that gun. I want the Franke. Oh. I'm trying to get Franke, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we get Franke with it, baby. So, Skylar, you would become <laughs> a saint. Uh, I think so. Now... Uh, what happens when a bald person becomes a Saiyan and goes Super Saiyan? I'm hoping my beard turns blonde. <laughs> okay. oh, I've yeah. always <laughs> I've always assumed that Nappa's mustache would just be blonde. <laughs> really? That's how I always just assumed it. That's fair. Of course, hear me out. What if you okay. were a Saiyan and you have hair, right? You just choose to shave it off. It's not like you're 100% bald. What if your hair would just naturally like grow back perfectly as it should be, as is? No balding and whatever. Your hair just grows back. I kind of want to see he... Skylar go Super Saiyan three, but like he's still balding, so his he just beard, has like a his bald beard body. hits the fucking floors. <laughs> <laughs> Skylar's beard just grows bigger, <laughs> and he gets like a, some of his hair back, like the hair he shaves. But it's still it's still got like the bald spots for it, right? <laughs> Hell yes. What are people gonna do? Make fun of you? Punch their head off? That's fair. Right. So uh, we try to kind of come up with a rating system for anime. And we kind of came up with was the hot and cold scale the easy and hard scale, and then your, like, personal 1 through 10 love scale. Right? Okay. So, like, hot is, like, hot-blooded, emotional uh, action. Cold is, like, 
more thoughtful, um, sometimes like depressing. Uh, the sort of action you get with Cold is not the same as like the Dragon Ball style of like, you know, yelling at each other and stuff like that. Yeah. I do love 30 episodes of Power Up. It's great stuff. Uh, and then the easy and hard is like how much you have to dig into the work to really understand it. Okay. I think it's pretty safe to say that Dragon Ball is a hot, easy anime. Hell yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I have to say, yeah. There's like not a lot going on as far as like trying to understand the plot. It's very straightforward. Uh, there's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of, you know pervertedness and there's action yeah it's very easy to follow Absolutely. you just jump into it yeah i love it for me it's a 10 oh absolutely i feel like 9.2 oh we're just considering these two arcs uh the first arc was like a, a four for me and the second arc is like an eight. Yeah, so the tournament was fantastic. Um, I don't know. I would say the first arc is probably more like a six for me, though. Uh, I have fun with it, but it's, you know, obviously it is what it is. Um, but no, the tournament arc, I would say probably like a nine. We're breaking it up by... Series as a whole is, of course, a ten. Yeah. If we're breaking it up by arcs, then I'll... Um... I'll say that the first arc was probably uh, about a seven's fair, I feel, because similar to Skylar, I I enjoyed it. I laughed. I, I did like it. Um, and then the tournament arc, I'd have to put it probably uh, probably about an 8.5. Hmm. I had a good time with it. Uh, personally, I'm a I'm an action guy, you know, so we go to a tournament. I wanted... A little more fighting myself, but that's doesn't mean that I didn't absolutely love what we watched. But I do like good action. I'm very fast paced kind of person. I like punches and shoots. Mm. But yeah, definitely a uh, probably a seven and an eight point five. I'm really looking forward to Red Ribbon, though. I feel like we get a lot of. Uh a lot more of what we want for sure. You get a lot more action. I feel like we get a lot more characters, a lot more development of characters. Um, get some fun. Villains. I don't know. Yeah. You get some phenomenal villains. I feel like this next arc is going to be just a plus plus for us. We could definitely, uh, come up with a tally for how many times Goku gets his ass beat and then figure out how much more powerful he got because of it. <laughs> Because Saiyans, uh, they learn from every ass beating they take, and they only come back stronger. He he does get whipped quite a bit. So we'll st- we could start Goku's base power level at a uh, thousand, and then we'll multiply it by two every time he gets his ass whipped. <laughs> <sighs> Not that the power leveling in Dragon Ball Z fucking means anything. It really doesn't. Absolutely not. The only number that means anything is over 9,000, and we're not there yet. You're so right. <laughs> and we're not there yet. I don't even believe it's over 9,000 in the uh, in the manga. 
I don't think it is. I think it's something Pretty else. Pretty sure it's 7,000 or something. I th no, I think you're right, actually. Yeah. It's over 7,000. I wonder why they added the extra 2,000. You think it's just bad translation? You think it just sounds better in English? I was going to say, yeah. I think it just sounds good. No, that's a fair point. Once they all start learning how to sense each other's power, it doesn't matter. Or rather, once the non-Earth folk figure out how to do it. Vegeta, Nappa, and Freezer are kind of, you know... We could do that? Yeah, promise. Really? No fooling? No fooling. No fooling. Well, boys, Kamehameha. Did you have anything more to say, Cyborg? Nope, other than... Booyah, thanks for coming on, boys. Yes, no thank problem. You. Thanks for having us. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, booyah. I'm glad Definitely. you let us join in on this one. Yeah. Definitely yeah. can't wait to do more. I've had very little to say about Dragon Ball myself. I, I mean, I feel like what we've, where we're at right now, there's not a whole, whole lot to say. Um, but this next arc, I'm telling you, that's when we're going to really start hammering into it. When Dragon Ball really comes into its own. I, I really think it does. I, I think that's when Dragon Ball really blossoms into what we all know and love. Yeah, little boys in spandex, I see. Yeah. I love you, man. She can't be doing that. <laughs> he is super sad. <laughs> it always sprinkles when he tingles. <laughs> Oh no. You ever laugh so hard your throat hurts a little bit? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm right there.